0: This is a podcast that I'm doing with my son, Shannon Leonard. My name is Brett Leonard. Hello. And it's called What the F is the Metaverse? (laughs) (laughs) We are being a little bit uh, facetious there, but the truth is, I think that is the question that everyone's asking about this whole metaverse thing. Now, both Shannon and I... in Different generations, of course, have been involved with things in the metaverse, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But really what this podcast is about is an intergenerational communication or conversation around this question, what the F is the metaverse? Because there's a lot of issues around what the metaverse is and a lot of different definitions, and I think it's a very confusing landscape right now. So, uh, Shannon, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a great intro. I mean... Facebook just changed their name to Meta, so that's a pretty pretty big deal. This and a lot of people don't, you know, really understand why Facebook stock just a few days ago plummeted, uh, lost over two hundred and fifty billion dollars of value. And one of the reasons, um, one of the
0: reasons for that plummeting yeah. was ten billion dollars of, of uh, investment in the metaverse. Which, again, I think a lot of the marketplace and people in on Wall Street don't really understand what that is, even though there's a lot of hype around. The value of the metaverse. I mean, Bloomberg came out and said the metaverse will be an $800 billion marketplace uh, in not too many years. So you've got a lot of contradictory information going on right now.
1: Yes, yes. And everyone's asking, what the F is the metaverse?
0: Exactly. And so <laughs> because, that's, we wanted to. Uh, yeah. we wanted to just be very blunt with our title on this. <laughs> and I think one <laughs> of the more interesting yes. things too, is because Shannon and I talk about this a lot, and as you know i'm 62 shannon is uh how old are you shannon 20 i'm 27 you just turned just 27 turned that's right <laughs> so <laughs> so uh you know we are coming at this from uh, very different uh viewpoints uh i uh my background is I, i'm the writer director of a film called the lawnmower man which actually in the year 1992 uh which is the same year neil stevenson's novel snow crash came out which coined the term metaverse my film the lawnmower man came out and kind of coined the term virtual reality for the popular culture it kind of introduced that term and concept and look i'm not going to go into the whole history of that my history as a filmmaker because i have made many other films another film about virtual reality called virtuosity which starred denzel Washington, russell crowe but i'll let you research uh, all that on your own we're not going to get into that because we want to get right into the conversation about what the f is the metaverse
1: yes yes absolutely i mean the, and i'm sure throughout the podcast you know, a lot of it is a, this father-son relationship we've had growing up in this world where the metaverse has been emerging. And I've grown up at, with the Internet, with the iPhone, but now with the metaverse or what What even is that? And I think in this podcast, we're going to talk about news. We're going to talk about, you know, if, if revolve, you know related to the metaverse. But we're all, also going to unpack the definition of it that seems to be evolving because everyone seems to have a different definition of the metaverse. Um, and so for this first episode, you know, we wanted to just ask some, you know, let the, que- it's called, the questions begin because everyone's asking, what actually is it? So my first question uh, for you, Father, yes. what do you think is the metaverse?
0: Well, look, you know, you grew up as a digital native and in a way, a kind of metaverse native um, because, yeah, uh, yeah, and I did not. I mean, I grew up with three, you know, there were three television channels. Uh, Actually, I remember there being two and then the third one came ABC. So (laughs) I definitely grew up pre the computer revolution and the digital revolution. And then I became a part of it uh, as I grew into my uh, career uh, as a filmmaker, because part of my focus was on mythological stories involving this changing technology. Now, part of the reason for that is because I read Voluminously in the science fiction speculative fiction genre. And there was a lot of speculation around these things way before Snow Crash. I mean, it goes back to Werner Vinge's uh, work, it goes back to quite a, quite a, quite a ways. And uh, there are even people that say that there were novels written in the 1800s that involved things like this. Um, I think there's a Russian novel that involved robotics and, and uh, things that were uh, related to a kind of, uh, sim, you know, um, simulated reality. And so for me, it came out of the idea of all these, like the swirl of ideas that came out of reading all that science fiction uh, when I was a young man. And then that very much influenced some of the stories I told uh, as a, as a filmmaker. But for me, metaverse right now in terms of current modern culture really is this conglomeration of all these digital inputs and outputs that we now have as human beings Uh, social media is part of the metaverse we are already been in a metaverse virtual world for quite a while now ever since the you know the inception of the internet uh that really came you know to to real uh popular culture in the in the 1990s and uh you know right around the time i made the the lawnmower man it was actually very nascent at that time in in 92 and so we've all been living in something that i believe is you know sort of forming into this idea of what the metaverse will be which is so much more of our human interaction and our identity as human beings is being defined by digital interaction with these devices, and the devices are getting more and more sophisticated now, all the way to you know heads-up displays like the Oculus Quest Two, and things that have become very popular. As a matter of fact, the Oculus Quest Two did sold millions at Christmas time this last this last year. And and of yeah. course, we can't you know let out of the idea of how COVID has uh, has affected the idea of of virtual connection. Things like Zoom, all these things are part of us. Moving as a culture, moving as human beings, into a metaverse interface with life. Now, is that a good thing or a bad well, thing?
1: Okay, but, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I think a lot of people get tripped up on on what actually is the metaverse, though, because they hear people talking about, oh, it's all these different things combined. Like, I don't know. So, from my perspective, uh, it's just the digital world. Like, let's just explain what it is very simply. It's yeah. just the digital world, in my my view um because in and, and the ar technologies and virtual reality technologies are now allowing us to go into the digital world so previously we've been on our phones you know looking at twitter or facebook or youtube all these things like a window we're basically looking through a window into the internet now we're going to be able to go go into the internet so really nothing is for, for anyone who's confused about the metaverse nothing has really changed. And I right. think that's why. I well, think, you know,
0: again, though, that's because you're a digital native. You, for you, nothing has changed for people that come before all these things. It feels like as, and probably that's part of the reason my definition is a little bit different than yours is because it feels like all these things have been added onto human interaction and the identity, you know, our identity of being humans, uh, in, in a kind of you know a uh, haphazard way over the past twenty five years or so, thirty years, and that that conglomeration is you, for you just the digital world, so obviously it's much simpler for you because you you were born into it literally right at the inception of it in uh, yeah
1: yeah, well, I don't know i mean i yeah i, I just I think it's an evolving definition where people yeah. are still trying to figure out what it is and and that's where people can jump in and come up with new ideas for it, which can be confusing. And, you know, to people who are just like, wait, but what, what actually is it? I mean, and it all, I think, goes back to Mark Zuckerberg, really, who started talking about this a lot. I mean, actually, you know, the... the
0: Well, the current popular thing, yeah. I mean, some of us have been talking about this for, you know, over 30 years. <laughs> but, but
1: it's so, but it hit a pivot point. It hit a pivot point a few months yeah. before Facebook changed their name to Meta. Mark Zuckerberg went on the verge, uh, the verge cast which is one of the most popular technology podcasts and he did a whole episode with Neil Patel CEO of The Verge about the metaverse and and using that term a lot and you're totally right that word has been used a lot in in history and people have been I mean I remember with you hanging out in Venice California in like a a VR sort of garage makeshift with a whole bunch of technologists that you were friends with that are that were using that term Yes. Um, for sure. But, but the wider population never t- talked about that. And here, and, and to what I was saying earlier, yeah, it was no, a niche thing. Oh, wait, wait, it was, I, it was I, a niche yeah. thing.
0: It was for, for, for nerd heads basically.
1: <laughs> and fi- yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But and and to finish what I was saying about, you know, nothing is, is changed where, you know, people think, okay, so is this, is this something that I'm going to go into? Or is this some kind of, uh, you know, the specific app or specific world? Like, no, this is just, the next evolution of the internet so it's going to be so many different things it's not going to be one thing it's not going to be a facebook product it's not going to be an apple product it's going you know it it bridges between it's kind of like how it sits on top of the internet you know the internet is agnostic so is the metaverse it's just a way of describing
0: but of course there you know and we'll get into this obviously in future podcasts but there's a lot of corporate maneuvering around this uh that is about trying to own as much of the metaverse as possible i mean i think look mark zuckerberg changing the name of his company to meta is a perfect example of him going i want to own this thing and i think that that's a very dangerous idea because i think one of the things about the metaverse that's very uh native to it is the idea of it being democratized open source and and well that's what we talked about though
1: yeah i mean but that's i think that's where the perception of it is different from if you really listen to you know so many people are angry <laughs> i've noticed like mark zuckerberg has become the most um even among venture capitalists
0: vile you know, vile person yeah jason
1: <laughs> well jason calcanis uh, and molly wood on their this week in startups podcast were talking about it and jason calcanis was like if you're a facebook boy quit facebook and look, I understand where he's coming from. And I'm, you know, but I think, you know, because I, I just don't think that Mark Zuckerberg is necessarily has malice intent. I think, you know, he's made a lot of bad I don't know. I'm going
0: to, I'm going to. No, I, I, I don't
1: think he's actively trying to be evil. And, you know, that might be a byproduct. In a sort of corporatized, but in what oligarchy,
0: he's talking about, you don't in have what he's to talk, be, you yeah. don't have to have malice of evil. You can actually just be, you know, have intent to just capture the biggest market share possible, which, of course, is the driving thing behind capitalism. So one of the biggest questions is, does the capitalistic model fit what this metaverse will become? That's a big question to 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 you know, look at. And you know you've well, got if you
1: listen if you listen to what Mark has been saying, he was yeah. actually been talking about the exact things you were talking about where he was saying it's not going to be owned by one company. he He's been saying that it has to be, completely cross compatible, open source, you're going to be able to take your outfits that are in the Facebook, whatever metaverse into another metaverse. And that he wants to support that. And and I think you're right is definitely capitalism angling. I don't think you know, he's absolved.
0: Yeah, yeah but, but you're you're coming off as a, a Zuckerberg, a Zook apologist.
1: <laughs> well, when everyone's attacking him, I'm coming off as the contrarian. You know, right. In a way. I, right. I, I, I don't something,
0: want something you like to do in all of our conversations, by the way, which you're going to hear yeah. in this podcast, because, you know, we don't want to always agree we won't at all. Matter of fact, uh, because, you know, the different generational views are very different. And I think that's part of what's necessary to get yeah, into absolutely. to help define this thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I'm, you know, I'm definitely not defending him. But I'm simply <laughs> saying that if you listen to the specific things he's talking about, he is talking about making it open source. And, and, you know, and he's, he's, he's talking about a future that I think is being misinterpreted by a lot of people.
0: Yeah, um, of course, of course, so. he talked a lot about how, you know, Facebook, would just is just about connecting people and making friends and all that. But really, it's about productizing human beings and not paying them for it. So there's a lot of a lot of angles to look at how Zuckerberg you know expresses himself, and there's a lot of uh, you know different interpretations of that. But you know we don't want to get stuck in the in the in the Zuck uh, pit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, I mean but, I could uh,
1: I, I could I could learn a lot too. I'm sure I don't know the full extent, and I you know, but it's just from what I've seen. But it's yeah. interesting to me how he's bet the farm on this idea of the metaverse. He's essentially said. You know, we're you know the Facebook Blue app daily active users are going down uh, for the first time ever in Facebook history. yeah um, and they're they're realizing they have to change. and and he's basically saying this is the next iteration of the internet. And in my opinion, he's farther ahead right now than Apple is. I mean, we know that Apple, we know that Snapchat, we yeah. know that these one, companies one, are developing VR experiences, but Facebook's ahead
0: or Meta. yeah it. I mean, Apple the, the frustration with Apple, they've been saying they're going to come out with their VR glasses or their AR glasses, which come and they pivot back and forth between that now for a multiple number of years. And, you know, as someone who's been developing virtual reality content and, uh, you know, through my company, Studio Lightship and all that, I mean, it's been very frustrating because, you know, we always go, and Apple's going to be coming out with these VR goggles, glasses or VR or AR glasses. And of course, they never do. And now it's another year until they're going to be doing it. Uh, So I agree with you that, you know, Zuckerberg has absolutely, um, you know, put his money where his mouth is. I mean, when he bought Oculus for $2 billion from Palmer Lucky, when he invested in that company uh, at that time, um, you know, Palmer, by the way, came out and said the lawnmower man in my film was one of the inspirations for him. And then uh, you know, that led to me doing an a <laughs> article on The Verge and all kinds of things and being, you know, out there talking a lot at VR conferences and such. Uh, and there's a lot of recordings out there for anyone who wants to look into it because I've been talking about a lot of these things for a very long time now. And, you know, the fact that he's doing that is, you know, there is an inspirational aspect to it, but it's also scary. And it's uh, especially to, I think, my generation because we see what's happened with, you know corporations trying to control something. and of course, what's happened with American democracy through Facebook, through Twitter, through all of the social media uh, conglomeration has been an extremely uh, disturbing thing to watch,
1: yeah, yeah, but we, what happened to have these we have to have these discussions, and it's important to have these discussions, you know, while before these companies completely you know, t- basically do what, what happened with, with Facebook, the first version of
0: Facebook. Exactly. So what, so, you know, uh, cause we're going to make this a very, you know, short and sweet podcast. Uh, You know, we, we, we want this to be, you know, points. So we've talked generically about this idea of what the metaverse is from two different angles uh, you know, from the generational uh, difference here. But what we want to really leave everyone with is first of all, we're doing this in, in, spaces. And people can join as they start to know about this and ask their own questions, which we'll probably do that as as time goes on. But also, you know, what does it mean to the body politic, this idea of the metaverse? That's one of the things we want to unpack and talk about in future podcasts. Because, you know, look at how social media, which is a kind of training wheels of digital life, uh, you know, in terms of, of the way in which people communicate or get their ideas out there and how it's democratized that, but it's also created these bubbles of, of truth and non-truth, which is, you know, the, the idea of virtual reality and the a virtual experience in the metaverse being, you know, a thousand times more powerful than that and still having some of those components. That's something I, uh, I worry about a lot these days and, and also think about as a storyteller.
1: The, yeah, no, it's important. It, it's, it's important. I I think from, as myself, like I'm an early adopter and, you know, we'll, we'll, and we'll wrap up the podcast, but I, you know, as an early adopter, I've been trying these things and some of these experiences it's, you know, I really encourage people to try it. You know, you've got to try yes whether it's it's the climb or it's you know this new well, just, uh, this,
0: just these are things that are available on the yeah. oculus store for oculus quest i mean there's a lot for us to unpack around that for people that don't know about that but uh both yeah. shannon and i are involved in with vr in a different way shannon probably uses it more than i do even though i'm developing things in it and use it in that development mental process but there's a uh, you know, so we're both involved in it from different angles because we're you know very different generations, of course. But uh, both enthusiastic about. It, but I'll just leave it. You know, those of you that look into the Lawnmower Man and my other films, they're cautionary tales about virtual reality, about the metaverse, and that probably is going to be one of the bellwethers for me uh, in these conversations.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's and that's why this is we interesting podcast because we're going to see you know both both perspectives. When I and I am absolutely I, I see that there's there's two sides of it for sure. But it, what I was going to say is, if you if you actually use it, you see that it's it's completely different than the static flat internet that came before it. And and a lot of the the things that happen with the static flat internet, these things that we're worried about, like oh, is the same thing going to happen again? I I don't think it's going to happen in the same way again because of the nature of the of the you know the meat space, the physical the physicality of virtual reality allows more empathy up front and so we have to build in systems that are inherently more rigorous like the systems that you Mm. know meta is built for facebook horizon or or they call it meta horizon um the horizon world's product it's it's just is very you know you you feel comfortable when you're in there because you know that you have these kind of protections in place. So well, look, this is why yeah. I love
0: talking to you, uh, my son, about this because you always have an interesting perspective, and uh, you're, uh, you know, you 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 are using it in a very robust way in your life. And for me, that's you know, there's a lot of uh, interesting <laughs> confluence of events, but you know, because you were you were born right after the lawnmower man, um, you know, you uh, have you know, growing up with me being involved with it and having a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of different opinions about it over the years, but mostly being a teller of cautionary tales, as I mentioned. So this is what this, this, uh, what the F the metaverse podcast is going to be all about. And yes, we, uh, yes. we hope, it's uh, only
1: beginning. It's only, exactly, beginning. it's only
0: beginning. Uh, and it, this is the first one. Uh, but, uh, we're, uh, we're very excited to, uh, To start unpacking this as all this news about the metaverse and all this development starts coming this week the facebook drop was one of the big pieces of news uh that relate to this but there's going to be a whole lot more it's definitely the beginning not the end
1: yes indeed we'll look forward to on future episodes we'll cover specific news that comes out related to the metaverse or vr augmented reality and we'll both share our opinions
0: yeah we want this to be a true multi uh, generational you know an intergenerational discussion about what this is because i think that's very important and we don't see that a lot
1: for anyone uh wanting to support you can give us a rating on apple podcasts and also check out our Substack. and we're going to be recording every week special thanks to greg leonard who produced the original theme music for what the f is the Metaverse."